Hey everyone, it's your host Bob Chichinsky here to give you guys a little update before the start of the episode. First off, I wanted to thank you all so much for waiting patiently for this next episode to come out. I hope you all have been really enjoying the first month of New World, and you know I certainly have too. So I kind of decided to take the show in a bit different direction than I had originally intended, and that kind of is what caused the delay in uh, episode to episode here. And that direction is to make the show more of like interview-based kind of show where I could bring on different content creators, may that be Twitch streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, all kinds of stuff, different any just players even maybe of the game, people from the community, hopefully maybe even some devs at some point, you know, if we're lucky enough uh you know shoot for the stars right so anyways i want to be able to bring people on and get a little bit deeper look at what they do what they bring to the new world community etc and just talk about the game that we all love so much so without further ado i will let the episode get started and a small disclaimer on this one it was recorded prior to the november 4th update that we got and we were not aware of all of the significant changes that would come with that so keeping that in mind i hope you enjoy this first episode of the new direction of eternum's last heroes You're listening to Eternum's Last Heroes. the new world community welcome everyone to eternum's last heroes i am here with you as always bob chichinsky here this week with the one and only man himself vulcan dude welcome thank you so much for stopping by absolutely thank you for having me um it's one good to meet you good to meet the community and i'm super pumped to to talk new world and whatever questions you got for me and uh yeah so really excited to be here awesome yeah thank you so much my man so i will allow you to uh to kind of introduce yourself here a little bit you uh vulcan is a grade a content creator for new world over on youtube he's been putting out a lot of great videos since it came out. He's done other stuff before then, but I'll I'll let you kind of just what do you, what do you do, my man? So um, from the top, you know, uh, YouTube content creator, and I've been in this biz for about three years. Actually, it's a little bit over three years. My three year mark was in September. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Not not always new world. Not always MMOs. Um, cool. yeah, the one kind of, I guess, common denominator for the channel is loot. Absolutely love any game that has loot, Diablo, uh, New World, Path of Exile, Last Epoch, World of Warcraft. I mean, you name it, um, I'm, I'm going to cover it. 
And uh, yeah, so that's just been been it's been pretty good. And like you mentioned, New World things been uh, been pretty solid for the channel, and it's been really really fun to get to know that community and create some guides and other content to to help people kind of dive into this world because there's a lot to learn about New World. Yeah, there is an insane amount to learn. And that's kind of the fun thing about like doing content creation for a brand new game that has come out as opposed to something you're like the master of because like you're kind of learning as you're putting stuff out. So it's like I I enjoy like scrolling through the comments of like people who have like learned more than the video since it came out and they're like, "Oh no, like this now." And it's like, "Oh yeah, cuz we're all just learning together." <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it gives you that that same perspective that other people are going through, right? Where it's like, oh, this was really interesting to learn. I need to create a video on that rather than the opposite of, you know, you almost get blinders if you're mm -hmm. you know, a master or super knowledgeable because you forget about the fundamentals that people need to know. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, man. It, it could be hard to hard to stay focused on those once you're like trying to make content for endgame stuff as well. Exactly. I mean, um, you know, like you mentioned, going through the comments or, you know, Reddit or even Twitter threads mm -hmm. and it's like, oh man, I, I, yeah, I totally forgot. You do need to know about, you know, this one thing. And, um, at the pace that new world is kind of getting found out. Right. And, um, the puzzles getting solved per se, it's hard to keep up with a lot of that stuff too. So you kind of find yourself going back and forth between, you know, the teacher and the student. Right, right. So let's keep it on you for a second here, my man. So you mm -hmm. said three years you've been doing YouTube. And so what was the what was the first game you started with? So the first game that I started with on YouTube was actually um, World of Warcraft. So Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I had created one actually YouTube video like way back in... 2009 i think um okay. yeah and it was it was like a it was rift is an mmo rift um and i have no idea like what possessed me to like go and like make a video it's one and only one and then um huge break and uh i picked it back up and it was world of warcraft and i was making boss guides and and things like that um mostly just for for my friends right of okay you know, yeah. this boss and uh, my guild because they're they're like i don't know how to do this and i was like well i'll just make a youtube video <laughs> like this is the easiest way <laughs> to explain it so and i i need to keep those videos up because they weren't even like gameplay videos i i was on photoshop and i had um oh yeah I, I had picture cutouts of all of the different like bosses and like um the different like groups that needed to be there and it was so crude and simple but <laughs> but sophisticated uh, for yeah what it was <laughs> yeah and i mean there was there was one um it, it was a it was a youtube channel way back in the day like when wrath of lich king was out and okay. their name was tank spot and um tank spot made these guides that i absolutely loved and they were just made in microsoft paint and there are these like super like poorly drawn like dragons and all this other stuff. And they're just like, you need to be here when he does his fire. And then there's like this super poorly drawn fire. Like and, a little fire. <laughs> exactly. Like a little like squigglies. And so he, they, you know, and, and I totally, I learned 
much better from those type of videos than I did actually seeing gameplay because there was so much stuff or we had add-ons and I was like, that is what I want to do. Um, so I started with World of Warcraft and then I took a huge like left turn and went straight into Division uh, 2 or Division 1 and then Division 2 and then Destiny. Um, and then beyond that, I went into Action RPGs, which is when the channel actually started to blow up a little bit with games like Wilson, then Remnant from the Ashes, and then getting more into like Outriders and Diablo and um, really just kind of exploring all of those games that I really, really liked playing, but didn't have um, a group of friends that were playing them at the same time. So I was looking for where are some other people that I can actually like go like talk to and build a community around and um, yeah. And YouTube was the place to start. So I decided let's just start making some content. There you go, man. That's awesome. It's really cool that you've done such a variety of games on there too. It's, it's definitely a a double-edged sword, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, some people really like the variety thing. And they're big on, oh man, I really like going to Vulcan's channel because he'll cover a game for a while and then he'll go cover, you know, another game. Mm -hmm. And then other people are like, I don't like Like, it. Bro, where's your World of Warcraft freaking Photoshop videos? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So they're like, man, I remember I subscribed you for Remnant from the Ashes and now you don't do anything (laughs) on that. Where the hell is that? And so, um, yeah, (laughs) it's been, it's been interesting. But it definitely uh, takes like a you know a bit to just you know be like I'm gonna do something different now after you've been doing something for a while. So yeah, and I think that just goes back to the type of gamer I am. I mm-hmm. uh, very 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 few games. I'll I'll sit and play for you know months. Right. Um, surprisingly, it's like Halo, World of Warcraft, uh, RuneScape, and Diablo. You know, those are the ones where I'll just every every time I'll go back and I'll play them and I'll continuously play them. But the problem there is a lot of those don't generate a ton of great content, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's just that churn. Uh, my my attention will switch from one thing to another, and that's about it. There you go. A lot of people game like that, man. So yeah. So that's cool. So let's uh, let's talk. Let's bring it back to some new world. How did you first find out about New World? And were you like just super excited for it when you first found out about it? You were like, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on that and make some content for that. So um, I actually figured out about New World before I got back into content creation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So back back in uh, 2016 or 2017, when Amazon announced they were making an MMO, um, they had opened up pre-orders on Amazon's website, right? And mm-hmm. it was it was free. So you could go <laughs> and pre-order New World for, for free for $0. So I was like, yeah, man, boom, done. And yeah, cool. um, yeah, I was like, that's the easiest decision I've ever made. Um, <laughs> and I knew nothing about it, right? They didn't release anything. They just yeah. said, hey, we're Amazon. We're making an MMO. And I was like... <laughs> cool i was like you guys have I'm so in. Much money i am in <laughs> and um so i pre-ordered it and then i did get into like the early 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 alphas when it was still that kind of hardcore survival <laughs> this is bad not playing this and uh and i put it on 
the shelf. And then I played in all the other tests and some of them came across pretty okay, mm-hmm. you know, but really I didn't get a lot of interest in the game and didn't want to cover it until they made the switch to make it more traditional. Okay. And they added in a lot of the, yeah, they had, like a lot of the PVE content, right. right? I'm a big like dungeon speedrunning guy. So um, when they added that stuff in, that's when I really was like, okay, this is a game that I really want to play. And now that I have a YouTube channel, I really want to make content on it. So um, I kind of had videos every now and then. So like almost like one or two a year just to stay, you know, mm-hmm. in it. But um, I definitely did not give it the attention that other creators did when it was still in its testing phases. And part of me wishes I kind of did, but... Um, There's only so much you, it was, you could really do. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I'm not the type of guy to, to, to bleed a turnip, right? right? So, yeah, I was like... I was like, you know, I'm just going to make something every now and then just to, you know, hey, where's New World at developmental-wise? And... um then we'll move on till next year. So, but now we're here and um, the game's doing its thing. So, that was that was kind of my story story with New World, my engagement there. Very nice, man. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Especially the part where it was free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I know it's it's kind of funny because like some people remember that they're like, oh yeah, it was, and then other people were like, what? Like, how did you manage to score <laughs> a game for free? And I was like, I just signed up. <laughs> Yeah, that that's pretty pro. I did not find out about it till like just before the preview event last year, and I was like, "Oh man, it's only forty bucks. That's that still was cheap for me." I was like, "Dang, okay, cool. Games are more than that normally." Oh right, right. Especially you know they're going up even more. Like I, I still, I still remember when I was younger paying for games, and it was like a brand new game was like thirty or forty bucks. Like that was like tippity top. And it was now, still hard to get your parents to buy it. Yeah. yeah I remember, <laughs> you know, you go into Walmart and you'd have like the demo station. And you're like, Mom, dude, check out this game, man. I got I got to get it. She's like, 30 bucks. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, son. That's <laughs> like six Pizza Hut pizzas, you know. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about that price. <laughs> but, like, come on now. <laughs> like, this is, it's freaking Smash Brothers, Mom. Come on. I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation, Mom. Like, <laughs> I need to have this. <laughs> yeah, they're they're bad now. But see, that's why I was like, that's why I, I've gotten some people to play New World. I'm like, yeah, it's only forty bucks. I, I mean, <laughs> it's like, I mean, look, it's it's such a it's such a low risk and high reward, right? <laughs> I mean, it just just pull the trigger. It's definitely you could get your time, you know, worth out of it at the very least. Yeah, and my thing is, most people these days are spending like two or three hundred dollars on like Fortnite and Warzone skins yeah. anyway. So it's like, just don't buy a couple skins and just buy this game. Done. Yeah, and it's like in comparison uh, to the game that I also play insanely, Elder Scrolls Online. I have a hard time getting people into that because they're like, "Well, yeah, I gotta buy it, and I gotta like, if I really want to play, then I gotta pay monthly, and I gotta, you know, buy the DLCs and stuff." And I'm like, "Well, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of." <laughs> so it's it's definitely easier to just be like, "Yeah, one flat price, and it's low," and people are like, hmm, "I, I yeah. guess I'll give it a try." So exactly. that, that's a winning point for sure. And I almost wonder why they went that direction. You know, because I mean, off the top of my head, right? You have this game, 
go in that direction. Then you have Guild Wars 2. And all the other MMOs that are big are either still subscription-based or mm. the subscription really kind of unlocks the rest of the game. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's it's interesting why they... I'm glad they did, but... Yeah, same. I, I almost want to ask them, like, why why that direction, you know? Like, what what is your plan for the, <laughs> the future there? Well, you guys got in there. <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, they had, like, you know, over a million players when it started, so that's... Just some oh, yeah. solid millions they made back in there. Yeah, for sure. Not that Amazon needs any more millions, right, but you know. right. <laughs> they got a small them. indie company. You know, they yeah. need it. <laughs> it's, it's their first first big game. <laughs> exactly. Really exciting, guys. The sad thing is that it's their first big game. <laughs> it was supposed to be, but <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, when you're playing, man, what's your favorite style? What's your, what's your role and, uh, what kind of weapons are you choosing? Oh man. So this is, this is kind of going back to the whole variety thing. Um, okay. So my, I, I would say my favorite, um, style of play is musket spear. Um, okay. yeah, I, I love all of the utility. I love the way they kind of play together. Um, rolling um, heavy impaler build on the spear, right? Um, getting those debuffs, kind of kicking it, kicking things off, getting your getting your damage up. Um, yeah. Musket and bow play super well into that with the debuffs they can throw on pretty quickly. Um, plus, it gives you some range. So that's my favorite one to play. Now, from an efficiency standpoint, it's like hatchet warhammer or hatchet uh, great axe, right? Um, those are the two that that yeah, really hatch it with anything. I mean, oh God, just destroy everything. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so it's like if I'm going to do like mirror guard runs or like scorch mines or something like that, then it's like all right, gotta get the old hatchet out, you know, and blow through stuff. But I'm if I'm just running through the world and doing whether it's faction missions or just kind of messing around with um, um, some of the other stuff out there. I just try to do spear musket because it's just fun. Um, it just feels feels good, and it just kind of works really well with my play style. I usually like to be um, a, either either a healer, a tank, or some form of like CC or support. Um, I usually don't like just yeah. like pure DPS. So mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, it probably goes back to my World of Warcraft days. You know, sixteen years of being a resto shaman. So. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, man. That's cool. I have actually, uh, like, healing has never really been my thing in any MMO, but I've really been enjoying it in New York. But, and now I'm, like, a healer main. So, you know, there there it is. Is that going to translate back into ESO? You going to start healing in ESO? You know, healing in ESO is so, like, it's overpowered, especially in yeah. PvE. So if you're healing, you're, like... You're expected to do a lot more. Like, you're supposed, you gotta do be doing buffing everyone, and you sh- if you want to be like really good, you should be doing damage as well. So, dang, you gotta do all the rolls. You might as well be tanking too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but my other friend, the he is our healer, and often he will just like he'll just tank <laughs> around like, like a normal know. run, and we don't have. Like, we're on like a basic hard dungeon and people will fake tank in there a lot and you just got yeah. the boss running around he'll just grab it and the people are like 
is the healer tanking right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, no one else was going to do it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know what it is about healing it in New World. Maybe just um, like I, the health. Like your health is always so like precious in New World. So well, it's maybe. Like you know, coming coming from a healer main, right? And I, I really like healing in New World, but um, it's it's done super well. It's um, it's one of those things where every every button, every skill, every spell, every um, everything you do as a healer all has a purpose and has value. Whereas other games, right? Your healer. Um, you might not have a lot of value or purpose for every single thing that you're doing. You might have a skill that you only use in like very certain situations. Um, but then another thing that I really like about healing in New World is the fact that you are healing through also doing damage, right? You're casting your light attacks, um, and you're you're healing that that way. You're doing your heavy attacks to cleanse, and so it's just a really kind of cool interactive way they designed it. And I think um, that's why we see a lot of healers in New World. Um, I've I've never been in an MMO where I've seen an, such an abundance of healers. Usually, it's like okay, everybody's DPS, and then healers and tanks. We are, we yeah. really bribe people to get in here. <laughs> like hard to find. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like y'all exist, but yeah. So um, it's really cool the way they they designed it, and I I really hope they kind of build off of the system that they have. Yeah, it is. It's like intuitive almost when you have your life staff to make it work with the skills. Especially mm -hmm. if you're coming from a game like ESO, where the light and heavy attacks are super important, it's very natural to be doing those all the time. Mm -hmm. So, exactly. Yeah, I think it may be the smoothest role, even though I actually haven't really tried much tanking. So, tanking's fun. I did. I did that quite a bit early on, because um, again, no, no one there, no one wanted to tank, right? I remember yeah. coming out in front of Amrine and it literally like every everyone there was like four man groups all over the place and everyone was spamming you know looking for tank looking for tank and <laughs> I was like I got a sword and a shield and I got a cornelian so I'll just throw that in my sword <laughs> let's let's roll there you go and um but it's 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 fun um again it's a little it's a little light for me um I I, I was tanking on a paladin um before in other in other MMOs, and in New World, it's just a little too light. Um, mm. I like to have a lot more control and being able to kind of like pull mobs when I need to and everything. And yeah, yeah, and the system they have with you know you have to slot a gem in order to generate threat is another kind of wall that I don't think necessarily need to be there. But right. yeah, so to me, tanking is the least fun out of all of them. Um, I like some of the things you can do. I like some of the ability designs um, with, you know, Defiant Stance. I like the, I can't remember the name of the node, but it's the final node on the shield tree um, where, you know, you block and it, it'll reduce incoming damage by 30%. So those yeah, types of things nice. are, yeah, so those type of things are really cool. Um, but that kind of goes into the whole thing with New World. I would, I really would have loved to have like an ultimate ability um, once you max yeah. out like 20 on both your weapons that you're using, you can unlock uh, ultimate ability that like synergizes the two weapons, which would be pretty cool. Oh man, that would be, 
really cool. <laughs> Me, it's like just get a little, a little something extra, you know, just a little incentive to, yeah. you know, to hit twenty on both your weapons. Yeah, and it's another carrot on the on the stick, right? So, mm-hmm. what are we gonna chase after? Yeah, I feel you, man. Well, that's cool. Good, good to know that we're both uh, like-minded healers. <laughs> For sure. So I feel like I know where you're going with this next one, but PvP or PvE? <laughs> so, um, it's kind of it's kind of weird. So, in MMOs, PvE, like okay, eighty percent of the time, um, because I am absolutely terrible at PvP in MMOs. <laughs> Whether it's World of Warcraft Arena and Battlegrounds, whether it's ESO, whether it's Guild Wars 2, whether it's New World. And I don't know what it is. Like, I'm just, just god awful at it. But um, it can be tough. I mean, you know, and I, I'm, I don't know why, right? But when it comes to like FPS games, uh, third person shooters, right? Um, I love it. Like, I am, I'm PvP all the way. Like, first thing I do, okay. a new game comes out, fire it multiplayer. Um, I used to used to travel and compete in Halo competitively, like back when MLG oh, was snaps. Yeah, right. so I used to do all of those things, and um, so it's like when Halo Infinite comes out, it's the first thing I'm gonna do. I'm loading up multiplayer. I'm getting in there, and I'm just gonna start just roasting people, trying to get my rank up. Um, so I'm just waiting for that one. But yeah, it comes to New World, and I'll. I uh, I jumped an outpost rush and I'm like God I suck like this is, just, this is not this is not for me I'm just terrible and I feel bad I'm like oh, God I'm bringing my team down you know apologizing yeah, really... sorry guys <laughs> like man I'm I'm a YouTuber they're expecting <laughs> stuff from me exactly and that's and that's the thing guys I feel like so pressured because I'm like I'm like all right here we go I was like I'm gonna go in here and people are gonna be like oh man here's Vulcan and I go out and just get absolutely yeah. worked. 24 7 and they're like bro you suck and i'm like i know <laughs> like i didn't i never said i was good okay <laughs> exactly that's why i told people i'm like i'm like look the strategy was there it, the execution was off okay like i knew what i needed to do <laughs> you know and I'd, I'd make it was funny i was playing out post rush and I, th- I was like dude i just made like a such a clutch play because <laughs> we were trying to capture um a middle base and everybody had like packed into center right and mm-hmm. um then I had talked to like two of my group members and I was like, guys, I was like, we need to pinch, right? So let's like, let's loop around, let's hit him from the back. And so we go around there and we're just like destroying people, right? I yeah. I jumped like two or three guys, obvious hatchet. And <laughs> um, of course with Berserk. And oh, so I just dive in and just swing in, knock down like three people, <laughs> take them out. And I was like, yes, I was like... I was like, I can, I can do it. This is my game. And then I proceeded to get absolutely worked with Warhammers for the remainder of the time. And I'm like, this is so terrible. What am I even doing? Sorry, <laughs> right, you just you saved the one clip. <laughs> I clip it, I clip it, and I never do PvP again. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, guys, it's like, see this? This, this is what you can expect when you when you play with me. Okay. Yeah. You'll never catch me in the another outpost rash, but <laughs> exactly. I uh, just play, I only play in wars and blame everything on the lag. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, man. I look. I, I probably would have got 30, 40 kills. It's the lag. It's the yeah, lag. It's, I don't know to tell you. I don't know. I can't explain it. Yeah, I don't know. But I will tell you, man. There's some people that are super good. I I ran into this guy, uh, uh, pre sage, and um, I have no idea who this person is, mm-hmm. but they were rolling uh, musket and rapier, and they were just 
literally destroying everyone. Like oh this dude, god. oh my gosh, dude, this guy hit me. He hit me with a musket shot and like a third of my health was gone. I was like, oh my lord, like, what is <laughs> happening? And I was like, I'm in heavy. Like, what is going on? And um, yeah. And then so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna roll up on this guy. And um, he has a musket, so he's gonna have to switch to his other weapon, and then yeah. that'll give me an opening, right? Nope, dude's just hip firing, <laughs> just blowing me up, shotgun style. <laughs> And I'm like, bro. <laughs> so, he ended up like, I, I died. I'm not, not, of course. I'm not even gonna lie. He he worked me, but um, I I even GG'd him. I was like, I was like, bro, that was, that was a hell of a play. <laughs> Impressive, man. <laughs> he's he's thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> thanks, man. I'm gonna tell all my friends. <laughs> thanks, man. Clip. All right. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! The last time I flagged for PvP, and that, like everyone's like, no one ever flags for PvP. And I'm like, dude, because there's just literal gods out there. Like, <laughs> no, I was just walking around, and I'm just like, boom, dude! I'm getting shot, and my health is dropping <laughs> hard. And I'm looking around, and I finally see the dude, and he's like, gotta be like 200 meters away. <laughs> like, like how, how am I gonna get to him? <laughs> Man. I just gotta jump. I gotta jump off this cliff or hide behind a tree or something. Like <laughs> it's just like, bro. Like I don't even like the people are walking around like Thanos gloving people. Yeah. Like, Dude, how's this even happening? Yeah, and, it's tough. Yeah. So, man, and half the time, like, is this is this an exploit that's going on? Is that why I'm dying? <laughs> you know, what? I'm gonna tell myself that's why I'm dying. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really sad. Freaking cheaters and their aim bots, you know. <laughs> Dude's shooting hatches out of his musket. Yeah, there you go, man. So that's a perfect interlude to my next question of what has your uh, your experience been up there at the end game life of uh, wars? And I mean, I'm sure you've done some invasions. I haven't myself yet. I'm still scared. <laughs> um, honestly, I've done like maybe one or two invasions i kind of stayed out of them just because they're 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 not balanced well right now so yeah that's what i've heard is they're pretty gnarly yeah and so it's just one of those things where it's like ah, do i really want to waste my time doing it just to fail right and, and so i i did one or two just to kind of see see how it was right and mm -hmm. um we, obviously we failed uh and it just yeah and so I'm, I'm kind of like in a wait and see mode i'm like okay i'm gonna wait until they like bring them down a little bit and then i'll get back in when it's a little bit more worthwhile right um, but outside of that you know wars obviously lag fest um exploits yeah. so which is tough because it's like i feel bad for the <sighs> We just talked about them, but I feel bad for the PvP players, right? Because, <laughs> that good old musket rapier gang. <laughs> those bastards. Um, because, you know, like, no one flags, obviously. And then <laughs> in the modes that they have, you know, Outpost Rush got turned on, like, a week ago, if that. Yeah, no, and, yeah like, three days ago or something. <laughs> and so nothing was working there, and it's still like super like exploits and you know you, you got all this stuff that that makes it so imbalanced and then you go into wars and it's really laggy or people are using like the perma you know like warhammer stun that's going on and then 
Um, so it's like they don't have anything to do. Now for yeah. me, PVE guy, you know, I'm like right now I'm leveling fishing, you know. So, oh boy. So Long road. Oh my gosh. I got all the way to the very last quest for um the legendary pole. And the last step is you have to get a hundred fishing. And I'm like, bro, oh like, why would you do that to me? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this game? And by the time I got to the end of the legendary, uh, the quest line, um, God dang it. I was, I was 42 and I'm like, bro, I have such a long way to go. So I've been doing that off and on. Um, but beyond that, you know, like the scorched mine runs, the, the shattered mountain stuff, um, going out and farming, you know, mangled heights out in great cleave or going and doing like the reek water stuff. Um, that stuff's fun, right? I enjoy it because you can get together with your company, with some friends and you can just go have, have a good time. Yeah. But the the problem here is, you know, let's say I didn't have any of that stuff. Then you're kind of in a situation where you have to find other people to play with, um, which is either spamming into, to chat until people party up with you or hoping that you can just show up and there's already a group running it and you can just kind of tag along. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's one of the things that New World um, that I, that I noticed that is happening in game that New World kind of struggles with is solo friendly end game content. Right? You don't want to teeter too far um, into group only or solo only because obviously that's not good. Mm-hmm. But having a little bit of both um, is going to be the thing that I think New World needs to have. Right? I mean, because even the legendary quest lines. Once you get up into um, Shattered Mountain and you're doing all those, it still is rough for a fresh 60 because you're going into an area where you're dealing with 63s, 64s, and then elite versions of those and boss versions of those. And it's oh, like, man. yeah, and so, it, so it's tough, right? Because you're, you're a fresh 60 and you're not doing a ton of damage to those folks and um, you pull multiples and you get wiped. So, um it's just one of those things where it, it was an obvious huge jump, and I think New World's going to have to address that. Nice. Yeah. So that's actually, once again, a perfect interlude. To uh, I, I did watch your uh, most recent video uh, talking about some of the ways to fix uh, some of the things that New World has going on. So... Where, how do you think the game is held up a month now that we're like a full month out? And do you think there's reason to worry about the declining player base that is just the talk of the town? So depending on what type of person you are, there's a lot that you can pull from the current state of the game. So one, people are going to look at population charts. They're going to look at Steam charts because... We are in a time period um, in, I'll say, the gaming society where people won't give a game even a chance if there's not a population to back it, right? And I get that. There's obviously, it's a chicken and egg situation. Um, Mm. You need to have a population for players to play your game, but players need to play your game for you to have a population. Now, MMOs, especially MMOs that launch on Steam where they have the two-hour refund policy... Are going to see, <laughs> they're going to see a massive influx, right? You look at, yeah. Ellen, you look at 
um, New World, you look at any any game these days that launches, massive spike. And then it ends up evening out um, or dropping down and kind of normalizing when all of the players who are the, I'll say like the fair weather crowd, they show up, they see what it's like, man, don't really like it, refund it, move on. Then you have the people that are left that are actually fans of the game. So I think, you know, yes, we almost saw a million concurrent players, which is great for them. Super glad for Amazon. But at the same time, you know, those numbers are so inflated and um, they're not real. You get to the point now where it's like we have 375K or 300, um, 350K. And I think that's the true population of the people that actually want to stick around and play the game. Yeah. Now, um, kind of taking that and moving into where the game is and how I kind of feel about where we are a month into it. Um, this is honestly kind of where I figured we'd be. So... In my video, I also talked about how I'm a glass half full person. I'm silver lining. I'm always positive. Um, people at work, because I don't do YouTube full time. I do YouTube part time. Um, so people. Oh, wow. Work, Way to break the perception, man. I'm just kidding. I know. Jeez. Oh, man, the American. <laughs> Um, but people at work are, you know, they always give me a hard time because I'm always super positive about stuff, whether it's like, oh, hey, our server just crashed. That's, that's not good. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's okay. You know, everything will work out. And they're like, that's shut up. So um, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I'm the same way. Yeah. So, um, in the past I've gotten such, uh, strong feedback that I'm too positive about games. And to the point where people are like, bro, I'm not going to sub to you anymore because you're way you're just white knighting it. bro. And I'm like, dude, I just, I, I, I don't see what I don't see. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but you know, new world were to a point where it's like, okay, even, even I am seeing, you know, chinks in the armor and, um, the exploits. I mean, it's, it's like a full-time job for me to keep up with all the different bugs and exploits that people are coming up with. You know, like, you're like, I already have a job and I was like, I have a family I need to be with. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, the hatchet, the hatchet stuff, the Warhammer stuff, the gold duping stuff, the chat, you know, pictures, the the sausages, sausages, man, the, the, the item links that are crashing people's games. So it's just like, there's so much happening. And unfortunately, you know, I've heard from some people that these things were there in alpha a long time ago and they just oh, didn't get fixed. Now, I, I, don't, I can't confirm that because right. back, back when I played, I didn't see it. But, um, you know, all that stuff aside, right? All of the exploits, all that stuff. Yes, we know that stuff's bad. Yes, it'll get fixed. So that's a very temporary thing. And that's something that's going to be, you know, a temporary burn. But yeah. the stuff that we're really looking at right now in terms of like design, in terms of you know, the reward system, the incentive system, all of those things that are built into this game, I think um, we have a tale of two stories. And the first one is... This is a game that obviously was developed from the ground up where open world PvP was going to be end game. And that was going to be the main draw and the main um, 
you know, time sink for players. But obviously they got they got a bunch of feedback and they had a bunch of, you know, um, individuals like myself, um, PvP people or PvE people who were like, well, there's not enough, there's not enough stuff to do. Like, okay, yeah, cool. I can go chop trees down, but what happens when I hit 200 logging and I hit 200 <laughs> all these different crafting, these trade skills, yeah. then I, yeah, I'm, I'm gone. Bye. Um, so, you know, they went back and they kind of molded the game a little bit to, to make it a little more approachable, but, um, that's obvious when you get to end game, because once you get there, it's more of the same, right? You're on these long quest lines again, that don't really do anything different other than go to these five areas, kill 10 enemies, loot 10 chests. And, mm. um, which gets into another, you, you watch the video, but that gets into another yeah. really, 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 really rough portion of the game where I have, a f I have friends who play BDO, which is known for being super grindy, that are like, bro, this is too much. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make it to end game, um, which is insane to me. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot that the game does right, right? And I don't want it to be, you know, oh man, end game is just terrible. The crafting system, the gathering system, um, refining all of those like raw materials, the economy when it works, is really when good. It works. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like all you have you have all of these things that they did extremely well, right? The game looks fantastic. The exploration's fantastic. The sound design is fantastic. The dungeons, I really, really enjoy the dungeons. I like the gear design, the artwork. Like there's so much that goes into this game that I truly like. And I feel like um all of it is well done. But unfortunately, you know, as my boss and my football coach used to say, you know, one oh shit wipes out a hundred attaboys. So you get to a point where, yes, all of those things are fantastic. But at the same time, you get, you know, these big things that are happening, the exploits, or you get to the point where you're just doing the same kind of elite farms and elite grinds over and over again. And that over completely overshadows all of the stuff they did correctly. So one, it's important to recognize and reflect that this game does truly have a bunch of really great stuff in it and stuff that's fantastically designed and well thought out and implemented. Then you have the section that was rushed and that was added on to the end. And um, that was kind of molded into the game to appeal to a certain player base. So, Hopefully, now that they have um, a lot of feedback, a lot of direction, a lot of design ideas, the Brimstone Sands or any future expansions will be created with that stuff in mind and it won't feel so forced. It's very, very well thought out answer, man. <laughs> I fully agree. <laughs> Appreciate that. I have, uh, I, I thought about it quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot, lot of lot of lot of drives to work uh <laughs> in silence. a lot of you know just like pondering like god if only now nah, but i feel you man there's so much in this game that is absolutely well done and i think that's why like even though um people seem to just act like the sky is falling down because it dropped in player base i mean i have come to expect games to struggle at the start so i'm never surprised like and especially like 
you got a uh, you know producer like with a name like Amazon, everyone's just going to try the game just mm-hmm. to see, you know? So I think that, you know, it's a pretty good base to start with, but I think that the players that are still there, clearly, you know, they have a investment in the game and want to see it, you know, continue to grow. So I, I hope that, you know, it, it does, but it sucks to see like, other than the stuff that is clearly, you know, just been problems that they're just having trouble fixing. It seems like every time they put out an update, they fix three things and break like five other things. It's like, it sucks, man. I know that that's just like gotta be the most frustrating like feeling too as a developer. So, but it, it does come to a point where it's like, you could only, you know, say, well, try again next time. So many times, you know, Exactly. And, you know, going through my whole YouTube cycle of games, um, this seems to be the absolute norm, which is terrible to say. But, you know, I I mean, I, I can think of one, maybe two games um, in the past three years that launched and truly, like, launched where they didn't have game-breaking stuff. They didn't have just, like, turn the faucet full blast on hotfixes. Um, yeah. Like, it just... and, like and that, Cyberpunk status. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Is I, I look at, you know, all the games that I, I covered and that really kind of pushed the channel along, and it's like every single one of them, um, except for Remnant from the Ashes launched and they had problems um outriders issues wilson issues biomutant issues so it was just like every single one um kind of went through the same thing where this is broken let's fix it whoops we broke four other things so let's go back and let's fix those okay we fixed those well darn it now the thing we fixed originally is broken again and so it's just like and you know, I was having a conversation with some friends about that and trying to get to the root of it. Why is it that we're seeing games these days have this problem? Is mm-hmm. it because games back then also had these type of issues, but because they weren't live service and once you shipped a game, you shipped a game mm-hmm. and then only certain people would run into those problems? Um, we never really heard about them. Or is it because games nowadays have to be more complex and visually appealing? And because of that, you have more points of failure. So I, it's probably a mixture of both, but we went back and forth on that quite a bit. We never really landed on a, this is definitively the thing. Um, but there are strong points for both. Yeah, those are both insanely good points, man. For me, I always just thought it was the Todd Howard effect. You know, he just puts out games and they're not <laughs> entirely done. So, <laughs> but they're the best games ever. So everyone just accepted that as the norm now. Like, well, just put it out and uh, we'll, we'll we'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, just, we'll figure it out. <laughs> put it out and somebody will mod it and we'll fix it. It'll be fine. It's a it's not a glitch. It's a feature. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How does I hear that in IT? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, it it, it is a 
wild world we live in, I guess. But that's a great point. You know, you buy a game, you know, like we were saying back when your kids getting them for 30 bucks, and it's like, yeah. that's it, man. It's a cartridge. Like, I know. There's nothing else. Man, I remember, I remember Halo 2, right? Buying it um, and firing it up. And then I remember maybe, what, six months down the road, um, I heard about this thing called a map pack that was dropping, that was <laughs> releasing. And, you know, at the time I was like, okay. I was like, hey, what, what is what, Where do I buy that disc? <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> and, you know, my friend's like, yeah, man, it's going to come with like 10 new maps. And um, we have to go, we have to go buy it. And um, then you, you install it. And I was like, okay. You know, and I was like, well, how much is that? It's like a brand new game, you know? And it was, it was such a new concept to me um, as a console gamer, first off. Yeah. But um and i remember i still have that that map pack and um i was like okay and then you know shortly after that my friend introduced me to soft modding my xbox and um so that went down a whole different turn but it was it was interesting because you know you you had this like notion right where once a game, like once you got a game, that was it. That was the game. You know, they, they didn't have these day one patches. They didn't have, you know, all of these like hot fixes and things that they were going to do to make the game better. And maybe that's where the, what we hit into. I know we're kind of going off topic and going into what's wrong with the gaming industry as a whole. But um, <laughs> it's okay, man. It's yeah. A- it's interesting, though. And, and you almost have to wonder if you know, they're in the project management room for these game launches and they're like, you know, we'll fix it in post. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, right? I mean, I mean, maybe it's just an unspoken, you know, they're just, just like looking at each other. They bring up a problem and they all just kind of give each other the glance like, eh, you know. <laughs> well, day one patch. It's fine. We know. We we, yeah. we all know. Yeah. <laughs> How 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 big can a day one patch be? Like, what's what's an acceptable size? Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, Cyberpunk is gonna push that limit, <laughs> push sure. that limit as far as they possibly could. It's just a game size patch the first day. Like day one patch, 125 gigs, not a big deal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it was supposed to be like this. <laughs> this is by design. It's fine. It's- sure this wasn't a knee-jerk reaction to the reviews (laughs) all right my man well that was very very awesome thank you so much for uh chilling here with me i do have some totally not gaming questions just you know I have it titled Lightning Round. I don't know why, though. There's no points, and it doesn't have to be quick, but it is an awesome name. So I'd leave it. I'd leave it. There you go. <laughs> so, all right, my man. Favorite band? Favorite band? Um, or it could, be, say, it could be a few if you can't handle it, because I know it's hard for me. Um, I would say probably Mariana's Trench. Um super underrated canadian bands they're kind of like emo punk and um absolutely love their music if i do a close second it would probably be um a toss-up between bring me the horizon and um my chemical romance okay man i can dig it dude i have never heard of mariana's trench but i 
legit wrote it down so I could check them <laughs> out because that could, sounds like my style of music for sure. Like emo music, man. It's 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 all in. Right. You should check out Free Throw. Free Throw? Yeah. Right. They're awesome. I'm in. All right, my man. So pizza or cheeseburgers? Oh my gosh, that's a, that is that, that's one of the <laughs> hardest questions. Um, I would say cheeseburgers. Um, gosh, that's a tough one, but I would go with cheeseburgers. <laughs> um, I think you know if I, I I have to be in the mood for pizza, right? And okay. if I do eat pizza, typically like one of a couple, but um, cheeseburgers, I can have a cheeseburger all the time. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Barbecue bacon cheeseburger, like rock it out. You could do all sorts of cool stuff with those. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. All right. So you walk into a bar, what drink are you ordering? The same one I order every single time because <laughs> I am like terrible at learning new drinks and trying to do new drinks. Um, it's gonna be a classic Midwest uh vanilla like coke or vanilla dr pepper with kraken uh black spiced rum okay yep that's that's very specific for no, it is the only, only they don't have maker's mark it's some some form of either black spiced rum or like whiskey uh oh man maker's mark is a that's a strong one like my thing is i drink i drink quarterly and when i drink i drink with a purpose like it's it's gonna <laughs> okay. be I'm not remembering it. Like I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> I love it. All right, my man. Last one. Would you rather be able to fly or turn invisible? So, um, I'd say fly. And the reason I would say fly, uh, is because one, if you're invisible, you're still like walking like a regular person. Um, <laughs> flying at least i can like go places i feel like i'd be going fast like now if i'm flying at walking speed, that's like it's terrible that's an, that's an awful superpower um if the, like, I guess it's maybe uh, as fast as the wind blows <laughs> well living in kansas it's like 90 miles an hour so i'm, I'm hey. um but Just carry a sail or something you know <laughs> Exactly. I could fly to work. That'd be great. I could, I could, I could fly to get groceries. I could, oh man, I, I could fly to anything. <laughs> the world would just be like unlocked for me at that point. Not I feel like if you really were going to fly though, it would have to like, you know, as in a car traveling somewhere, it takes gas. Like you just have to take some form of energy for you to travel, you know, so you mean, just you get can't... everywhere and you're just exhausted. <laughs> And then you have to deal with like everyone, like, oh, did you just fly in? Yeah, exactly. You just, you just like, blow in, and it's like, it's like, yeah, man, I picked like fifteen cheeseburgers to refuel on the way over here. It's terrible. My arteries. <laughs> My arteries. Oh yeah. man, that was yeah, awesome. So thank you very much, dude, for chilling, bro. That was that was a that was a great time. Hey, we went on for quite a while. It was like quality episode for the people. Well, absolutely. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, these were solid questions. I love lightning round. Don't change it. Um, <laughs> I think it's fantastic. And, uh, I never asked you, so what, what is, what is your like go-to, you know, weapon pairing and stuff like that in new world? So I started out, uh, rapier and bow. Mm -hmm. 
and I was really loving that. And it's like, you know, kind of glass cannon, high DPS. But uh, there was a point where I was going through uh, just like every possible YouTube video I could find. So trying to find people to come on the show. And uh, this one dude was talking about like best build in New World. And it was the hatchet and life staff. And I was like, you know what? My God, if that doesn't just sound like the most fun ever, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try it, and surely enough, it is the most fun ever. But so I've been switching between that just for like open world and doing like any of that kind of stuff, and then uh, if I've been doing like group PvP or dungeons, I've been doing Ice Gauntlet in Lifesaf for like some of the CC and support kind of stuff. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, the healing is uh, it's it's different than healing I've done before in like Elder Scrolls, but it's like very fluid, and I really like the feel of that. And I also like being like, there's there's an abundance of healers, but still, like everyone always needs healers. So oh, just like, sure. yo, I'm a healer, and people are like, yo come here we have the orb and i'm like okay good because i learned very early on i'm not gonna have orbs very often <laughs> you're you're not wrong i mean everybody needs healers and when you're when you're in one of those like power positions you can be you can stay look bro i don't have the oh. orb and they're like okay <laughs> oh dude people are tanking on my server which i'm on i'm on a low pop server because that first day it was just you know, I was going to play on the coolest named server in the whole U.S. West, and I guess everyone else was too, because it was like <laughs> the worst queue ever, and I was like, I'm going to the emptiest server I could find, so I Only did, about. and it's been cool, but it also has its drawbacks, and now I'm also kind of like, do I want to even transfer to more, like, do I really want to have more people taking my iron away from me? <laughs> Dude, it's for real. Yeah. No. But yeah, so I'm in a low pop server and the tanks are already, bro. They they know the power they hold. <laughs> They're like charging for runs. I'm like, oh God, dude, we're a month in. Five hundred gold per run. Yeah. Don't have an orb. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. Not my problem. Exactly. Do you want it or not? Exactly. It's like <laughs> and gold is so hard to come by that I guess I can't really blame them. Hey, <laughs> I, I mean, sell what you got, right? <laughs> there you go, man. If TED Talks have taught me anything, <laughs> if you got you got something, just abuse the hell out of it, sell it. All right, my man. So uh, when you know all of the throngs of people hear this awesome episode, they're gonna want to come find you, and where can they do that? You can find me on YouTube um, under Vulcan. You can look for the orange logo, the the Vulcanut. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Vulcan ARPG, and that also has all my link lists. So you can find literally everything related to me there as well. Nice, and you can yeah. find us both on Halo Infinite later this year. Yes, tearing it the freak up. So that's gonna be awesome. Oh. <laughs> and as always you guys can find me on twitter uh the shows is at alh alh podcast or mine is at bob underscore chinsky and yeah 
thank you Vulcan for coming by again dude super appreciate it thank you all for listening and I will catch you all on the next side of things you could go ahead and say bye man okay I didn't know if that was like your <laughs> outro but no thank you thank you a lot for having me I really appreciate it and um, again this was an awesome experience love the questions love the the overall like chill vibe so appreciate you having me and um, thanks everybody for listening Awesome. Thanks, man. See y'all. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there. Do you love the Mass Effect series? And are you looking to learn even more about Mass Effect? The things that you didn't even know that you didn't know? Well, this is your host, Tom, or Robots, and me and my co-host, N7Legend, do a show called the Mass Effect Lorecast. It is available on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this right now. We also do it live on twitch.tv slash robotsradio, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific on Sunday nights. So go look it up right now, the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to have you join us.